Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 63 of For the Kudos. I'm your host, Joel, and I'm here with... Brett. Damn, you look good, Brett. Mate, you're looking good too. Look what we got. New FTK merch is finally here. The big things have have arrived. arrived. (laughs) They're looking good. Nice and soft, these. It is really soft. I don't know if Sask, you can see me just leaning in there and have a feel of that. That is absolutely magnificent. That is coming out in two colors. There's a uh, army green, sort of almost matched the pants that I don't Should've have on. Should have worn it today. <laughs> <laughs> Should have worn it. Um, also, Grattan House collar tag. We've got our own fa- fashion brand now, don't we, Brett? Yeah. <laughs> they, um, we went to a lot of effort to make sure quality of these. We we wanted to be better than the, our last merch drop, so and we definitely think we've done that. We absolutely have nailed nailed, nailed these ones. Um, not that our first merch drop was was. Uh, was, we want to keep getting. We just better. want to keep keep getting better, definitely, and keep improving on the on the quality. Um, so, really, thank you to to everyone, uh, all our patrons that have supported us because they will get seventy two early seventy two hours early access to the store, um, as well as a twenty percent dis- discount off the entire range. So, if you're not a patron, uh, now's a good time. Yeah, there's been no better time to sign up. There's been no better time to sign up. Well, it, do you know what would be a really funny marketing technique for us? Is like we do that and everyone jumps on board and we don't release the merch for another two. <laughs> Two yeah. years. <laughs> it's, just, coming. It's, it's coming. It's coming. It's <laughs> coming. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's pretty exciting. And we got some really cool coffee cups as well. Yeah, we don't have them right here, but they're sitting in my car boot ready. ready for <laughs> sitting in your car boot ready to get tailgated and all <laughs> <Yeah>. right. <laughs> I was actually thinking about that when you said, oh, I'm picking them up. And I'm like, because, you know, we've got like a lot of merch and it's hard to store. Like my whole study is full of um of all these hoodies and hoodies and T-shirts. And then I was thinking like, you know, you, you've got to store the cups in your... In your uh, in your car, and it's like shit. What if your car gets broken into? But, well, my car got broken into two weeks ago. No, well, not broken into. I left unlocked. Okay. And so I went through it. But the night before, did you have well, anything in it? My my Apple charger got stolen, which is really annoying. Mm. Um, is but that your Apple laptop charger? Like no, nah, my phone, a phone charger, yeah. but it's just for my car. Oh, the one for in the car. Yeah, it's so annoying. I know. And then uh, I just I need to buy a new one, but it's just like. When do I ever go to a shop that has Apple charges? I don't That's know. That's true. But um, imagine seeing a, like a like a robber. It's like a real who done it story. You know, inspector. You're trying to work out who stole the cups, and you see a robber down the street with 100 FTK. Cups. I know. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's set up a stall at Campbell Market, just selling all. <laughs> the people are like, what is this? You're like, oh, I don't know. Okay, right now, people will be looking at that and going, "Geez!" And the robber's going, "Yeah, 50 bucks each." And they go, "I'll give you 100 for that." <laughs> <laughs> um, but the that day, I had your bike in my car. And I was just like, I wouldn't, I hope I wouldn't. I used to leave my bike in the car sometimes, but um, imagine that. No, you shouldn't. I had my bike in the uh, back of Chelsea's car, stayed at hers last night. And it's, there's something, there's something really annoying about taking a bike out of the car. You know, you Mm. just want to leave it in. And Chelsea just looked at me and she's just like, if it gets taken, you're going to really hate that. So I I took it out and yeah. Yeah. But yeah, imagine if the uh, car gets broken into now. Yeah. Jeez. All our listeners. Maybe we like, should just cancel this episode and go get them. <laughs> yeah. We need to beat this out of the episode. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're not going to uh, like the. We're not going to release the the t-shirts and the hoodies and all and the cups and stuff will be released on Patreon. So um, if you're not a patron, you know there's a chance you're going to miss out. Yeah. Um, because as I said, they get 72 hours early access. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Stay Exciting tuned. Stuff. Yeah. Um, what do we have out on Patreon this week? Um, so yeah, we had the third episode of um, Amateur Hour with Tess Marks, yep. and we're going to put a teaser trailer of that on the end. That's what we've been doing the the last few weeks. 
Um, and we have amateur. Sorry, we have uh, ask us anything episode three, maybe four, four. I think, I think. up to yeah. four. Um, that's coming out this week. We have a uh, another special episode coming out onto the main network this week. Um, we hosted by Elise Beacom, um, and you know it's a bit titled uh, "Safe Spaces," and it's yeah, we're hoping to educate our listeners on you know a, a discussion that is is not always easy. Um, but yeah, the girls that have, have done that did an amazing job of that. I already listened to the episode, um, so super insightful. Um, other than that, uh, yeah, plenty of special stuff in the works as always. Always. Yeah, we don't stop. We've been brainstorming. Look, we've started this episode three hours late because we've been brainstorming. Yeah, we're just... (laughs) My brain hurts, actually. I've got too much stuff in there. (laughs) Um, Big week in athletics. Yeah, world champs. Yep, world champs team. We'll go through a bit bit of the team. Um, There's a thousand names. The distance team literally holds together the team. Mm. It's Mm. like, I don't know, 30 people make it, 20 of them are distance runners. Yeah, that's true. It's pretty good. But yeah, that's eight, why we're a distance running podcast. Um, 800. We're only gone through the distance. We yeah, don't care about yeah. the other brands. 800. <laughs> we got uh, Peter Bowl, Joseph Dang, and Riley McGowan. So, Riley McGowan. Uh, Riley is very new to the sport, but national champ this year. Yeah. And he has, like, his progression's been something crazy. Like, he was running like 155 last year, yeah. like, first year running. And then now he's national champ. I think he ran 146. Yeah. Pretty, pretty impressive. Same coach as Liam Pompiani. Yeah. Des Proctor. Yeah. ACT. No wonder you were having a good feature on him. Yeah. ACT, ACT fellow boy. ACT boy. Yeah. Um, in the 1500, we have Stuart McSwain, Adam Spencer, and Matt Ramson. Yeah. It's cool um, seeing Adam there after such a big breakthrough. Yeah. I feel uh, like 1500, would you agree that in distance, 1500 seems to be the event with like the most breakthroughs? Yeah, I think you can just like... Like it's just like boom, you yeah. run like four second PB in Definitely. the right race. That's what, um, yeah, Jack was like to me, he goes, has anyone ever like dropped five seconds? And I'm like, um, pretty sure Grego dropped five seconds when he ran 331 yeah. as well. Like yeah. I think people can... Young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you can just, you can be good and like winning these races, getting confidence and you get in one of these like Hoover races where you yeah. just get sucked along and you can do something like Adam did, yeah, which is crazy. But uh, Stewie backing up again for the 5K with Morgan McDonald, which – Good to see him back. He's done one race, I think, in yeah. this year – well, one track race this year yeah. and he um, made the team. So Yeah, I heard some like rumors, you know, running's like people spreading rumors and stuff and it's like some of them saying, oh, yeah, he might like retire and stuff. And it's yeah. Like, poof. I think it was me spreading those rumors. <laughs> Hoping that he would. <laughs> yeah. He's, yeah, he's bloody talented. Um, and that, you know, people can follow their their journey on on the, they do a podcast, Coffee Club. Which mm. pretty- yeah, unfortunately, his uh, training partner, Ollie, had to, Ollie pull, Hall, out. He had to pull out with yeah. um, osteoarthritis pubis or, or something going on in his in his pelvis. So, yeah, but yeah. he'll be back next year. And, and then Matthew Clark in the 3000 steeple. Yes, um, Clark, he always makes it. So, yeah, Bucks hasn't... Yeah, Bucks didn't make it. Yeah, Bucks didn't. Yeah. And Ed Trippers didn't make it either. So, mm. um, yeah, I, I was like, it is kind of, it, it is cool this like roll down system because I would, I follow it on Twitter all the time as people are going, all right, Bucks needs to finish yeah. higher than fifth and in no slower than this time. And yeah. like, yeah, it adds another little element into like excitement into it. It's not just rather than it's just. not just black and white run time and you're in. Exactly. Yeah, it is cool. Um, as for the women's in the 800, Kat Bissett, obviously new national record holder. Abby Caldwell, national record holder over the, the 1K. Yeah. 
recent recent result and uh, Ellie Sanford. Yeah, um, yeah, Ellie getting into that roll down position, but um, yeah, and I feel for Carly Thomas because she ran one fifty nine mm. and hasn't, but hasn't done enough race or has hasn't done enough quality races to get a roll down position. But yeah, so not quite high enough. Um, women's fifteen hundred, Jess Hull, Lyndon Hall, and Abby Caldwell backing up again. Yeah. Um, that's a very strong. I was going to say the real who's who of Australian. The fifth hundred. That's very strong. Yeah. yeah. Um, in the five thousand, Jessica Hull again, Rose Davies, and Lauren Ryan. Yeah, that'll big, be Lauren Ryan's first world. Cha- oh, she did she indoors. World, yeah, world indoors. Yeah. But yeah, big breakthrough. Um, and then the steeple, Amy Cash and um, Cara Fien Ryan, who just won, won world, world uni. So she's gone very well right now. Yeah. And Brielle Urbacher. Yeah. There you go, closing out that team. So, and something we didn't mention, um, Pat Tiernan. Yeah, unfortunately. So I was just reading before the kind of media release and they said down the bottom, unfortunately, Pat Tiernan has had to pull out of the marathon. Don't know yeah. why. Um, let's get into some I was going to say, well, now all the positive stuff's out of the way. Should we just call it quits here? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us this week, guys. We'll see you. <laughs> see so ask us anything. See, see you in three months. <laughs> Um, do you want to update the listeners on your week first, Brett? Um, yep. So I Monday I did uh, 90 minutes in the heat chamber, um, which went pretty good, but that was my last heat chamber. So I was kind of happy to be done with that. Had Monday afternoon off because I was doing some reps on Tuesday morning. So yeah. I had six by a K. So I warmed up, but I didn't go to the tan. I just did them on the road at um, – at the lake because just wanted to cut, try to keep the surface as um, reliable as possible. Yeah. Like I didn't want to be slipping or like roll the ankle a little bit or anything. And that's what the gravel's shit for, you know. Yeah, yeah, um, especially in this first stage. So, yeah, did uh, K-reps and just did six and I was, they were kind of all around three minutes, um, two for seven to three minutes. Felt pretty good. Um, felt a bit harder than what I would hope at that pace but I think just, yeah, definitely feeling rusty. Yeah. Um, and then that you get it back pretty quick. I find with when you've had like a short amount of time off, um, in the same way as if you're coming off like a, a, a down week or like you know you've recovered from a race and you come back, you you do a session and it, that that rustiness feeling. I feel like it only takes one week. Oh yeah, definitely. You know, yeah. As opposed to like when you're coming back from like a longer injury or you're unfit, it's just like you know you you get that little bit bit that little bit better each week yeah. whereas come, you know that rustiness feeling it's like you feel at 70% and then the next week you're back to 100%. Exactly. It just happens real quick. Yeah, yeah. Um, that night I went out for a 30K ride. Um, so I I went for a ride and I didn't know if Sarsky was coming to my house that night and so I was, went for a ride and then I got to, I don't know, I don't know, maybe like 20K in it and then I was like, oh, I'll just check my phone. I had a missed call from her. I tried to call her. She didn't pick up. So I just continued my ride and um, – but I didn't know she was like sitting out the front of my house and couldn't get in. And and, and so I was like riding. I was like, oh, I made it up to 30K and I'm just like riding in the streets around my house. Oh. But she could see on my – like she can see my location. She could see where I am and I'm literally doing laps like around my street but not her. And she's I'm like – You're riding, you're running. She's like watching. It's like, it's like oh, my friends. You just, it's like quick shot, right? Yeah. <laughs> And this, like, I pull through the chicane. I pull up. I'm like, and she's like, I'm in Sydney for half an hour. I'm like, I'm like, oh, I didn't know. I was just running through the streets. She goes, I fucking know. Like, oh, that would be so. Annoying. Uh, and because she had like Nelson, and Nelson was in the car, 
and she wanted to go for a run still. Oh. Um, and so it was like, by the time I got back, it was 6 it was pitch black, so she had to go for the run in, in the dark. Oh, no. Did you at least cook her a nice dinner and say sorry? Uh, what did we do? I think we, I mean, I've been, I found on Uber Eats this uh, Thai place that has like cashew chicken and it was mm. 10 bucks. It was like on Ooh. sale. And I just have been, I got it three times in one week. Yum. And then, and then so it's like, we can't keep getting this. She's like, and then so we're like, all right, we'll make it. So we've started making it and it made nice. it. So good. There you go. Maybe you'll have I'll to. I'll put the recipe up on uh, Patreon. <laughs> I was about to say, I was about to say, <laughs> <laughs> didn't share the recipe in the show notes, but you've done one better. It's like, no, we'll be gatekeeping that. Then we got straight to Patreon. Brett's Brett's chicken. Brett's chicken cash. Oh, start calling you Curtis Stone. Oh shit, that's funny. Um, and then Wednesday morning, woke up. Uh, yeah, this was Wednesday morning. Woke up all fueled from my cashew chicken, and was like, oh, I'm going to go for a bike ride, and then. I didn't really have much plan of where I was going. I was like, I'll just like kind of head north, um, like kind of towards Eltham and stuff. <laughs> and it was a little bit windy, so I didn't want to go on the beach. And then I just kind of like kept riding, kept riding, ended up riding all the way out to Yarra Glen. And then I was like, all right, let's work out to get back. And I went through you- Coldstream in Lilydale. And through Col- like, yeah, it was oh, like so on the highway kind of thing. Like, Okay, so you went through... Cold streaming. Oh, so you went out to Yarra Glen. Yeah. But you you went out through Kangaroo Ground. Yeah. Oh, so you went through, it's called Christmas Hills. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay, yeah. so it used to be my favourite ride. Oh, so nice. I ride from Box Hill and go all the way out to, but I'd go the other way. So I go straight up Whitehorse Road, which yep. is just like shit. And then you get to, before Lilydale, you go through and then through that Yarra Glen, it's quite highways, but all those, the Christmas Hills is beautiful. Oh, so nice. Yeah. I just want to, next time I would just ride to Yarra Glen, turn around and ride back that way. Yeah, I reckon, yeah it's because so it was, was it sunny? Yeah, sunny. Oh, like, I only ride when it's good weather. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was like kind of, so started off with my jacket and then it was after 30K, like took it off and yep. it was like perfect. So nice. But um, yeah, the bar came down the Marinda Highway on the way back and I was just literally getting every single light. Oh, it's so it's annoying. Just, yeah. And, and it ended up just making the ride so much longer than it needed to be. Yeah. Like, um, I used to find that where we would, you know, back when I was like training and then would have um, like ride time or yeah. like a, you know, a lapse time or ride time and I'd have like a three-hour ride on my program and I'd always, <laughs> maybe it's why I never made it, but I'd always go off the, <laughs> the elapsed time yeah. and, just, and then it's just like I'd always be like 20 minutes less. I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake, it was not my fault the light. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, do, it does suck with that. Um, and because and I just like don't have like a bike computer or anything yeah, like so that. You, so my it's like my total time is kind of just, yeah, it's it's re- it looks really slow. Yeah, like because I've just it's still running when I stop at the lights. Yeah, because you, you don't stop it every time. Every, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's annoying. Look like a noob. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> more than you already do. <laughs> yeah, um, didn't run. I went to the gym that Arvo didn't didn't ride again. Um, and then had one, a one hour ride, run on the um, Thursday, which was like my first like continuous kind of thing, and it felt good. I was kind of like saying after to the like a physio i was like it feels like my timing's just off like i feel like i'm just not like that coordination feeling. yeah coordination just like not like the transfer of weight just isn't as good on my left side um and then 
so like did like a few like running drills like after this like and like oh we'll start putting in some more running drills and stuff just to try to get that back and yeah and so I was during the run like towards the end was when I was feeling like I was moving way better like I was okay. definitely getting it through the run um and then I also did after this run I got in the spa straight away for 30 minutes so this was like a continuation of the uh heat training okay which and it is like you feel very warm like if you go like I had probably two minutes between I'm my, assuming you don't want to go in the spa like as in is it is it a feeling where it's like I don't really oh yeah not really. so yeah. you get in it's not like and you've just like, been in swimming in the, nah, the bay and you're like nah. oh I can't wait for this spa no nah, it's, it's not like an gross. enjoyable especially the first like 10 minutes like you just feel really hot yeah. and yeah it's not it's not an enjoyable spa but yeah. um yeah it definitely keeps you hot and after the heat chamber I always feel hot for hours like the, mm. the rest of the day I just feel really warm and this kind of had the same effect which is it's supposed to but yeah. um but yeah it's kind of like a nice little way of doing heat training because you don't ruin yourself from uh <laughs> no, the listeners will laugh at that nice, nice little <laughs> yeah <laughs> the two breads <laughs> nice little <laughs> um and then on Friday morning, I had a threshold and it was like such a windy day. Like I, I didn't have, I, I'm not exaggerating now, every single one of my athletes that uh, I coach that had a threshold on Friday, every single one of them mentioned the mm. wind. I went and checked because I just thought it was funny. It's all of them mentioned the wind. There wasn't one person that decided not to talk about the wind and it must have been awful yeah that it was it was terrible so i got up at 650 i had had a message from sinead um saying i think we need to go on the treadmill today and and then so i was like all right i'll go on um, i was like uh i want to say who's coming so sarsky was coming and i'm like fuck i can't just like warm up and then just be like all right see you you go and battle the wind yeah, <laughs> and I'm, and like, I'm gonna go yeah yeah, yeah and, and then but she, so she was uh planning to race on sunday and then, so she was just going to do a little one. So I was like, oh, maybe I could get away with it. Like I was just, I was saying, I'm like, just do 10 minutes. Like we tailwind the whole way. And then I rock up and Jack's there. And I'm like, you're just jogging, right? He's like, no, I'm going to do a threshold. I was like, oh, fuck, fuck I'll do the threshold with yeah. him. Um, so he was doing 25 minutes. I was supposed to do two by a lap. Um, and so the first one, it was definitely like, well, I kind of like- you say two by a lap? With with uh, two break. minutes between. Yeah. Yep. Um, so on the gravel or the road? Road. Yeah. Road, definitely road, yeah. And then, yeah, so the first one we were like three minute case at the top of the lake, like cruising and then turn around and it's just a smack it into the wind. Yeah. It, it wasn't as bad as I was thinking it was going to be. Like I thought it was going to be like, you know, you were talking about how it was like- th- 3k yeah, into the wind. I feel like it wasn't. I feel like when you kind really of really bad headwind. It was. It was yeah. more just when you turned um, around the golf course a little That's bit. The worst. Part. Yeah. So that was yeah. that was bad. But then the before that wasn't as bad. Yeah. And yeah. So I got to do the first like, and we ended up 305. So we were okay. which was pretty good. And then the second one, um, Avish, who's the physiologist, like saw me. He's like, oh, I'll try to help you out a little bit. And we started. And I don't know. I just was maybe a bit excited. I was like flying that first couple of K. Like I was like 256s, I think, yeah, for the wow. first 2K. And then kind of hit the wind. And I was like, to be honest, I felt pretty good. And then Avish was like helping me as well. So like it was easy. <laughs> and he was proper helping? Not like uh, it's not like some of the coaches say they're helping and they're <laughs> veering over. Oh, there. yeah, no. He, well, he was he was trying to help me. Okay. And uh, <laughs> um, and it was like at some points I'm like, it's it felt a little slow, but I was like, I think he just can't go any harder into it. So I was yeah. like, fuck it. Like 
I'm, I'm doing fine effort yeah. right now. And then this gust of wind came and he nearly stopped. And I nearly ran to the back of him, overtook him, and then he was. I could hear him work and try to catch up again. He couldn't catch back wow. up to me. Um, he's he's pretty skinny, so he wouldn't weigh much. The wind was, was he running definitely. or was he on the bike? He was from here. This whole story. <laughs> he did a, he did like a fifteen minute five k. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and then so I'm. Coming around and still gone pretty good. Like I was averaging three or twos, I think. And then with about 200 meters to go, I just felt my calf grab. And I was like, oh, fuck. And I'm just like, kind of like kept running. And then like I finished the lap. Like I really wish I didn't. Mm. Um, be, uh, I was just, yeah, I don't know. I was just like, fuck it. Like it definitely could feel it. And like as soon as I stopped, I'm like, mm, that doesn't really feel too good. Like I definitely like feel like it's very tight and yeah. like I changed my shoes. I'm like, no, nah, fuck it. I'm not going to warm down right now. I'm going to yeah. go just do it on the bike. Yeah. Um, and so like I went in, like I was at the VS anyway. So I was like, went straight in, message Kev. I'm like, are you in here? And he's like, yep. So I looked at it straight away and he's like, mm, like. <laughs> you, pre- you pressing the like calf alarm and like Kev comes down on the fire pole. Yeah. It's like. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Had a bit of a setback with my calf. Um, definitely was very sore straight away. So he like kind of it was he was pushing on it. It was sore where where I had heard it um, a few weeks ago. So um, which yeah, pretty disappointing. But hopefully just a, a minor, a minor yeah, setback. Yeah, it was very sore that day. The and thing then, with muscles though, they can sort of you know you have you can have a couple of. It's, uh, not, it's not the same as like if you got a stressy and it's like you've refractured your body. No, exactly nothing like that. Yeah, and and Kev was saying, look, it's. Because what we what we were doing, I when we sat down when I first did it, and he's like, "What do you need to? What do you feel like you want to do before you run a marathon?" I said, oh, "Like I want to get up to 180k." And he's like, "All right, we can try to do it, but it's going to be a big risk. Like yeah. there's every chance that we'll have a like a flare up, and then we'll have to readjust and then do something else." And like he was like, "Sammy, do you want to try that?" I was like, "Yeah, like <laughs> I want here." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like the waiver has like a skull and crossbow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And and I think he was like he was good because he was like wanted me to be on board with what we're doing. Um, and so he's like, all right, we'll try this. Like, and I and he's like, I spoke to him on the phone yesterday. He's like, we were so fucking close. Like, if I had got through that threshold and it was fine, um, we probably would have been fine because that yeah, would have been like the biggest test. And yeah. it was just yeah. And then and then and then you've got that. That whole time of like the you know hindsight and you're like oh, I wonder I if I just did two by four k uh, yeah like so if I and, just did what if I just did the one lap and then stopped yeah and, so and, and that's what, and because like even during the threshold I was like thinking I'm like fuck it, I'm just gonna do three by ten minutes because like it was so windy and I was like fuck imagine if I did do that yeah. like but it's like never like I'll never fucking take that option like yeah. I'm always gonna push it or risk it yeah um so and yeah it's all, yeah also like you just don't it's so you do. You do the three by ten, it feels good, and then it's like just what happens if you then because you feel good, then you push the next Tuesday exactly. session a bit much, and then it goes. Yeah, yeah. So, so right, we're not back to square one, but we just had to, we have to readjust things. Yeah. Um, so I haven't run since that, and I'm kind of only just a couple like, days, only a few days ago. Yeah, yeah. And it, but it's so funny though, like I could travel and not run for two days or something like that, and you don't think anything of it, or you, or you do a race and you just do like. 30 minute running each day but when you have two days off because you're injured you feel like you're, oh, I can feel the fitness like coming okay. out of me, my body and a, yeah this is a really good segue to my week um, 
Are you still going though? <laughs> yeah, well, nah, they still go, but I just well, I'll, I won't go to my week. I'll just say what I said. In my week, I had to. I <laughs> so embarrassing to admit, but I think people will have a laugh at it. I searched. And I've, I've always sort of wanted to know this, but I'd never let myself search it because I thought I was too head case to do that. <laughs> but I searched, how long does it take for um, running fitness to lose whether it's something? And it went to a Runner's World article and it was like referenced this study and it was like um, zero to seven days, pretty much nothing. No, no change. No, yeah, it's like v- 10 days or something. Yeah, like. no change yeah. to VO2 or no change to, um, yeah, to like it was like it, there was a bunch of, a bunch of info that, that can change. The biggest thing, obviously, if you, so pretty much it means like if you got sick um, two weeks before, three weeks before a big race and you couldn't run for a week, the the biggest impact would be like, you know, the muscle co- coordination mm. and stuff like that and trying to reactivate things as opposed to fitness lost. Like you're not going to lose, especially with the cross training you're doing, you're not going to lose anything. Nah. Well, that's the thing. Like I felt so good in that actual threshold. Like I felt like I was – like yeah. it was windy and I was just kind of like handling it fine. I wonder um, if there's a lesson to be said – in that like, you know, having to hold yourself back, like, you know, should you have been running 256s? Like I know it oh, felt really know. good, yeah, but yeah. it's like you look yeah. at your watch and you go, I know this feels good, but let's back off. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. easy to say now. But yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, also I, I hard don't when a Vish is in front of you running. Like. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. <laughs> I had to keep up with him. <laughs> like, um, yeah. So at the moment we're just kind of like, seeing how it feels each day and then we'll make decisions on on what we do. Um, You've got a good team. Going back yeah. to the gym after this to then do a little, like a few weight things and just see how it responds. Um, but yeah, we're going to have to adjust the plan again. Um, I will be doing a lot of cross training in the lead up. Um, I won't be going up to 180Ks but yeah, uh, yeah I don't know. Like I don't I've, think you need it. Yeah. There's been some success stories of yeah, people running what, good marathons. Yeah, like Jen – she ran 140k a couple of times and just did cross training. Charlotte Purdue has done a few marathons where she doesn't double, she just cross trains. So, oh, yeah, I know I can get very, very fit. Um, and then just hopefully I can do the bare amount of running that my legs feel good. Yeah. Um, when I get to it. But yeah, a bit disappointing, but it is. Like, I feel like you're this, you're this, you're, like we're still far enough out where. You can get like the fitness benefits from cross training, and without having to like you know have a uh, without having to um like you you can, you can still run a more closer to the race as opposed to like you know the other story of like you know Jack at Olympics. It happens so oh, yeah. close to the race that it's like that deep. Like he he could hardly. It's like the fit, he got all the fitness from running, and then closer to the race he couldn't run, and then he's trying to um he's trying to cross train to keep fit, and it's like you're losing all that impact in the legs. Whereas yeah. doing it the other way, it's like you'd prefer to be injured a little bit further away from the race. Do your cross training then, and as you get closer to the race, you get that you know. I know it's like I know I feel like I'm complaining. It's like a small little calf tear. I'm like missing a little bit of training. Whereas like Jack had a proper yeah. fracture. Like all he hauled right now is like. Something's stopping going world champs. It's like, yeah, like everyone has something going on. So, like, I'm trying not to, like, I don't go poor me. I'm just trying to go, all right, let's just work out the best way I can to get to this race in the best shape of what I've got. So, and I know I'll be able to, yeah, I know I can get there very fit, but um, it's just, I enjoy running, is this what was what sucks? Like, um, yeah, so, but is it, I don't know if it's new or if I'm just getting suggested, but Mark Cavendish documentary came out. Okay. I don't know if it's new or 
Just, I know. I didn't but uh, know I just it. I started watching it on Netflix. But uh, it was kind of like what he said as well. Like he just like loves like cycling and training and the, like that's what I like. I like, like just running. Yeah. It's not even necessarily the racing, but I like being able to run and, and feel good running. I know. But, that's um, why I find yeah we talk about our you know our physical health and oh shit you know but it's like for mental health as well yeah. like when you're injured and you just can't run and then you you know you're stressing or you're just feeling you just feel shit right yeah we feel good when we're out running yeah exactly like even like the one where i tore my calf like the long run the first time like i was feeling so good on that long run it was like such a nice day such an enjoyable long run yeah and then you just like then you just go <laughs> yeah just like, as you said it's like you've got this big smile it's like the first yeah. time you smiled all month you look at the sun you're going yeah and then something some power just goes nah that's enough yeah <laughs> and, and, and even like before i've heard it again like the day before like i was running and like you kind of like imagining like thinking of sydney marathon like thinking about yeah. having this great race and then like and like i had this whole plan on how to get there and like was all happy with it and then, yeah, just things change quickly but you just have to That's improvise, adapt, overcome. Exactly. <laughs> exactly right. Shit, we should have put that on the merch. <laughs> um, yeah, good little good little segue when you – I thought the segue before into my week was good but the one where you're saying that, uh, you know, it's just a minor thing. It's nothing too bad but that's probably a better segue into my week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As we kick things off. Um, Monday – so Sunday – I uh, spoke about how I did that did that long run with Smack. Don't think I mentioned it on the podcast no. last week. I was I was trying not to. I was trying to keep it to myself. But I pulled up pretty sore um, in my glute sort of sacrumy area, <laughs> and the alarm bells start going off, um, and that's when you you know you really start stressing out. So we recorded the podcast last Monday, um, and I hadn't run at that point. Um, I'd Thankfully, you had swapped your physio with Yoshi with me so that I could get Yoshi in Monday night, just like straight away emergency treatment. Like I pressed that buzzer and he came down the, down the pole. <laughs> <laughs> the pole was just really long because it was from his house. And I was still like, um, so yeah, he. I actually went for a 20-minute run with Smack that night. Like I just went, I was just like, hey, I'm just going to run um, – before I see Yoshi just to see so I've got a bit more of information for him like oh it hurts here and it didn't hurt as much when it like I landed and it's like to me like that stressy sort of feeling like when you land it's like oh oh and it wasn't like that just wasn't that bad um but I saw Yoshi he said yeah you're so locked up and you could hop and stuff as well I could hop I could hop yeah I could hop skip jump <laughs> that's um, the problem you've been playing that game too much yeah. like, <laughs> um so <laughs> what's the game hopscotch hopscotch yeah. yeah um so i yeah i i saw yoshi he just like like tried to release me and he said look th- it's a danger zone for you that that area you've had a you've had a sij go before a few years ago you've had a sacrum stressy on the other side two years ago we have to be careful um it doesn't feel amazing, but as you said, you can you can hop and and stuff. So it's it can't be like too bad. But let's play it safe and have three days full no running. Okay, so I went into like first of all went straight into like panic mode. Um, like I was just yeah I was just the, the first day I was so down like mm. so so upset and miserable. I remember you and, messaging me and you were like so down. I was like let's just wait oh, until yeah. you get a scan or something like that before <laughs> you like. 
I don't know. I know. I was having a break now. Like, yeah. like, Ch- Chelsea, you know, I've been with Chelsea almost for a year. She goes, I've never seen you like that. I've never seen you that upset. Like, it's just, I was just, yeah, I was re- just feeling real. Just because my number one goal for 2023 was stay injury free for as long as possible. And mm-hmm. like, yeah, I've had little niggles and stuff that it's like, if it if I get like dealt with like, a, oh, you've got a stressy or you've got a react, you know, your reaction six weeks, eight weeks off. It's like, well, that's that number one goal fails yeah. in my eyes. You know, if it's like a little like a, a SIJ flare up or something, you know, and I have to have a week off. It's like, yeah, look, it's not ideal. But as you said, it's like with the calf, you have to manage it and stuff. But like, you know, as you know, you're getting dealt with a stressy. That's yeah. that's that's done. So. Of course, I was, you know, really like stressing and it's so easy. You know, the listeners will know when you when you get dealt with an in- injury like that and it, it's hard. You sort of get that like blurred tunnel vision like, you know, you have an athlete message you about their own, you know, problem or their training and stuff and it's hard to like, you know, or we have, you know, podcast work. Yeah, and we have, yeah. You know, I, have to, I had to do, uh, you know, do like go on a meeting and stuff and it's, it's really, really difficult um, when, you, when you're struggling mm. with something like that. But I thought try not to spiral. Let's just fo- focus day by day. Um, so, you know, shout out to Yoshi. He came to my house every single day of those days off. Um, and you know, was helping me a lot. I was also speaking with, uh, Richie Johnson cause he's my, you know, strength. He writes my strength program and I'd had a phone call with him. Um, and you know, Dave McNeil as well had, had rung me and it, I'd had, I'd rode my bike to the shops, um, to get like food at one point and I could feel it like every time I rode. And I thought, you know, I've got I've got uh, Sunshine Coast half coming up next week, and straight away you go into that panic of I don't want to lose fitness, right? And I was like, shit, I'm gonna like go out and you know cross train really hard. It's like you can't, you know, I'm gonna miss two sessions. I've got to cross train, otherwise I'm gonna. And I actually searched that thing on the Runners World, and it said, you know, zero to seven days there is no fitness mm-hmm. lost. And I just went, you know what? Fuck it, I'm having three days. So I said to Richie on the phone, I go, should I water run? And he goes, Joel, just three days off. He goes, do. F- if you want to do something, focus on all um, the exercises that like and, and stretches and stuff. So I just spent three days, pretty much didn't leave the house. Um, no, I was moving my calf, just laid on the couch. Yeah, for the just, whole time. Just I was totally. Like, right, let's just go into recovery mode. I slept yeah. on Saturday night. Went to bed at like ten thirty. Slept through to nine thirty. Yeah, I was like, just Isn't didn't want to get out of bed. Yeah, yeah. And it's good. And then you're thinking, you're like thinking like all the. Like um, the muscle cells are just like working on it real yeah. hard. And you're just like lying in bed going, go on, boys. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like my calf like twitched a little bit. I'm like, that's my body healing. Good, good work. Here we go. Here we go. I'm <laughs> so funny how athletes think. Um, but yeah, I just, I was like, you know, I'm not going to lose fitness. And also, you know, when like, I've been sick before. You've been sick where you like get real sick for say three or four days. You can't run and then you like you start running a few days later and the next week you're training just as well as you were yeah. two weeks before. Like it's not like- That's exactly what you said about it. you feel rusty for one. Then yeah, you're, then you're and then fine. you feel yeah. fine. And, and I'm like, and you know what? If I can't do Sunshine Coast, I can't do Sunshine Coast. I can't like, you know, just stress and, and so much about it. It's like I have to, you just have to take things as they, as they come. So I had three full days off. Um, and I went for a 30 minute run on Friday and I felt pretty good. As I said, like the whole, the pain, I'm not even gonna call it pain. This awareness tightness somewhere in my, like, it was like in my, the back sacrum back sort of area, but then it was moving around to my hip. I remember something Steve Deneen said to me once, like if it's moving around, it's generally a good sign Mm -hmm. as opposed to like an isolated. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't necessarily refer like pain referral. It was more just moving around. Um, I wouldn't mind moving straight out of my body. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but 
I yes, I did thirty minutes on the on the Friday, and then I ended up thinking I got got a scan. I just thought, you know what. The, I'm, I'm willing to pay the money to just for the peace of mind of just knowing, you know, what, what it is. Funny story. So I ring up uh, to get the the uh, the scan, and I um, they said uh, Thursday it'll be, you know, this Thursday this week. So it's like a week away, mm. and I'm like, that's three days before I'm supposed to leave to Sunshine Coast. Like I can't wait that long. There's just no point. Um, and I said, Are there any chance there'd be like cancellations? Like, did that happen? You know, like could you put me on a list for cancellations? And the the lady said, uh, no, but there is a cancellation in 15 minutes. And she said, where where do you live? And I said, Clifton Hill. And this is at Imaging Associates in Richmond. And she goes, oh, Clifton Hill, let me just search on the maps. Um, and she searches on the maps and it says 25-minute drive because it was like 4 p.m. on a Friday. And she goes, look, mate, sorry, I just can't. Like, we're just so busy. And I said, what is it, what real it? speed? I, I literally <laughs> said, doesn't it? I promise you I will get there in 15 minutes. And she's like, really? Like, are you sure? I said, I promise you I'll get there in 15 minutes. And she's like, what? Um, for the listeners might be like, geez, Joel's driving unsafe. I <laughs> yeah. know, wait, wait to the story. So then I was like, I know if I get on my bike and just ride as fast as I can, like on the bus lane, all the way up hodl, I can get there. Um, and she was like wanting to, she's like, okay, perfect. Well, let me just get your details. And I'm like, ooh, now we're going <laughs> to, this is eating into my time. You know, she's asking about a phone number and all that. And I'm like trying to like get out the door. Um, but I, as I, it was really windy because this is on the Friday, right? <laughs> and as I'm riding up about to get on the hodl, I had this like awareness and I was just like, you know what? Depending on if it's a headwind or tailwind, we'll decide if I make yeah. this or not. Because, you know, my gravel bike doesn't fight into the big head. Well. <laughs> it's a big steel rig. However, with a tailwind, and I turned left. Yeah, the stars aligned. It was a tailwind, and I got there, locked my bike out the front, and walked in like so confidently. And she's just like, "I cannot believe you got here so fast." And I was like, "Yep, yeah, well, I just made the uh, stressy seven centimeters <laughs> <Yeah>. bigger, <laughs> but but I got here." Um, but no, it's it's all it's, you know trying to make a joke out of it. You were moving an MRI because you're still breathing so hard. <laughs> <laughs> Pictures come out blurry. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's funny, you know, try and make a laugh, like a laugh. I feel like even when I'm, you know, in a, in a bad state, always try and you know, have a laugh. I think that's what me and you do well, always try and like laugh in bad yeah. situations. But there is, as, as Sarah Billings, uh, Sarah Billings once said, um, you know, she's never, there's no place she's cried more than in the car park of that MRI <laughs> yeah, place. Yeah. Um, so sad. It's just like, a, it's just a grim place and you, you know, you're just there by yourself just thinking, fuck. But tried not to spiral. So I got the scan on Friday. It is now um, Monday and I'm waiting to get the results. I should get them any any day now. Uh, apparently, is the, the results of the report um, because, yeah, the, the physios were looking at the scan and they said that they can't seem to find um, any noticeable crack. But I just... I just don't know. Um, so I ran, ended up running 40 minutes with Jack on Saturday and then I did an hour on Sunday. And to me, it's like if I can run 30, 45, an hour, I've had stresses before. I would, no way could I do that. So Yeah, because we talked about you on uh, when you were in Queensland. Yeah. And you could like- Couldn't run. I, I remember running. It's like you have like three days off with painkillers and stuff and then you start running and you can't feel anything. And after six minutes, it's like- you know, 10 out of 10 pounds. Yeah, or like you do a run and then like you can't walk after that run or something. Exactly, yeah. something like that. So they're, they're definitely, I don't want to be like super positive and, and naive about it and say, oh, I'm 100% in the clear because it still didn't feel fantastic um, afterwards. So if I was to guess with 
zero knowledge about uh, <laughs> <laughs> zero zero knowledge about anything, let alone uh, sports injuries. Um, I reckon it's either I've inflamed my SIJ because it rem- reminds me sort of of that, um, and I had that problem, you know, a couple of years ago and cortisone just fixed it and I never felt it again. It's either that or I do have some like low level reaction or edema mm. or something and I'm just going to have to have some time off. Um, but, you know, I'm just really trying to cross my finger, fingers that I don't have to have like 12 weeks off with a stressy because, you know, if, if that's the case, um, yeah, I'm going to have to like reset. If I think... You know, I've, I've had a lot of time this week to like sort of think about stuff and I think, you know, going to three sessions, uh, three workouts was a bit risky. Um, but, you know, I need to – once I find out what, what's gone wrong, I'll, I'll speak to speak to my coach and, and we'll sort of go from there. Um, but yeah, I think you do need to get those results and that'll yeah. kind of decide what, what's going on and, and what path to take with, with recovery and everything. So Exactly right. So it's, it's easy in this week to – yeah, I guess like you go on a spiral, downward spiral of yeah, and all these bad scenarios, but you don't know yet until yeah, not too many. When you're in the, that state, it's not too many good scenarios get, getting flown around your brain. No, no it's not. Yeah. <laughs> As you could say, <laughs> like you're not thinking, oh, I wonder if like, you know, that they... What if doing this, my car the second time will make it super strong? <laughs> <laughs> like, right? hey, I've actually thought like that before where like apparently, you know, if you break your bone, you can't break it in it that same spot because yeah, it goes yeah. stronger. And it's like, what if I fracture my entire skeleton? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and if, if they just like go and crack it all and then... <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's don't they, apparently they do that. This is really horrible, actually. But apparently they do that with uh, race horses. I've heard. Yeah. I don't know if that's a, it's a practice that might be. Um, you know, they don't do it anymore. But it's pretty horrible. But I think like I've heard somewhere it was like on someone told me once where they like will put minor fractures in like a race horse's shins when they're young, so then it heals stronger. Well, that's pretty yeah. fucking. Well, you know, it's fucked as well. Like the fighters. Like the what do they do? Guys who do like MMA and MMA stuff. and like they. Or like Muay and stuff like they belt the shit oh. out of poles with their shin. Oh, it makes me feel. And sick. then it makes it stronger. So it does make it stronger. I think so. Well, I, don't know. I hope so for their, <laughs> their sake. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> they've been doing it for no reason. Then just cracks it. Then I'm like, kick a body. Like, you to walk in next week to record the episode. I'm out on the on the deck, just bashing my yeah. hips with a pole. <laughs> um, but yeah, look as as we said. Just, just try and try and work out what what the results are, and then and then go from there. And as in the same way as you take it day by day, but um, yeah, it just goes to show, you know, on FTK we have many many weeks of everything going well, and we're always laughing and funny, and you're this you know mucking around and things going good, good races, getting fitter and stuff, and it just shows that you know. We just like to keep you guys guessing. Yeah, keep it, exactly. Keep yeah. it interesting for you guys. Like, <laughs> season five. Oh, great! They're going well again. They're going, like, <laughs> they're going well again. That's. Like, I was doing single leg hops at like twelve at, like, at <laughs> night, trying to load it up. Um, but yeah, and I even uh, I saw on Riley's thing, he said his calf was a bit tight during the week. I was like, what's going around? What's yeah? Says so maybe something in the air. I don't know. Sam Kerr did a calf. Buddy Franklin did his calf. Yeah. Yeah, all the, the, the three greats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Riley. <laughs> the, the three greats. Oh god. Yeah. Um. Anyway, why don't we transition into something a bit more lighter? Things we've seen on Instagram this week that we aren't too sure about. Tim Vincent. I'll kick us off. Um. You may have seen this. <laughs> Jack Raider. His, uh, welcome back, Jack. <laughs> yeah, welcome back to Melbourne, and we're gonna rail you. Um, <laughs> he thinks it's cool, fashionable, whatever, to wear a running vest over his hoodie, bright green running vest over his hoodie as well. And and 
he told me the story as well. So um, <laughs> he, he's now learned it's, it's not cool. But he was <laughs> walking around Fitzroy thinking he's all cool and his vest and people are going to be liking it. And then this car's pulled up next to him as he's crossing the road and he's gone, here comes a compliment from my vest. And the guy goes, nice vest, dickhead. <laughs> and then just speeds off. <laughs> and he was like, fuck. I tell you what, like, you know, you, you think you think you can be, you know, confident and, you know, I'm not insecure. That wouldn't worry me. I don't think there's many people on earth that that wouldn't eat I know. away. <laughs> yeah. like, I feel like I could wear like, you know, some sort of clothing where I think I look really, you know, good here. And like, I don't care if Brett takes a piss out of me. Random car stopped me on the street <laughs> and said, you know, nice shoes, dickhead. I'd be gone. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then you got to walk so. into like a group of people. Like, oh, fuck. They're all looking at me because of my vest. Oh, like, like, yeah. He, he's walking across the road to meet a group of old friends. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, that's, that's good. Sorry, Jack. But uh, we'll see if he. You know, I think Jack's the kind of guy that he won't. This won't stop him. No. He'll, he'll no, continue no. to wear. Yeah. But Jack is definitely uh, somebody who tries to wear running fashion into normal fashion quite mm. a lot. I've seen him with like running jackets and stuff. Um, yeah, I suppose he's the true tech wear kind <laughs> yeah. of guy. Um, so mine got uh, sent to us. It was just as we were recording. I, I didn't realize it, but someone said, oh, didn't you hear about this, the Somalian um, oh, yeah. the Somali sprint, sprinter? And I was like, oh, so I went and searched it. And I, did you see the video? Yeah. Oh, so I didn't watch it for a few days because I'm like, oh, like if, they, if they're no good, like they're no good, like that's fine. But... No, this was it's so. This, this, <laughs> that's what I thought. I thought it was like you know the old Eric the Eel story yeah. back from the 2000 Olympics and swimmer. Um, I thought it'd be something like this, like you know they've just got beaten. But no, this was this was a next like next level. They're like this this woman was not an athlete, and she'd almost it was like she just jogged. It was like picking a random off the street in, in this in this hundred meter sprint. And um, the funniest is like the, the, the footage at the end. It's all, it was almost like she sort of just did like a bit of a a, a heel kick, like a Billy <laughs> Elliot heel kick as she came across the line. Like honestly, it looked so funny. And I've just read this morning that the um, like the chief of athletics in in uh, Somalia's yeah. been let go. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. and no, because like it the, her, it's her niece. Yeah, that's what it was. So oh, like, really? They, they yeah, found yeah, out it was yeah, something yeah. like it's yeah, her. because the like the head of sport in Somalia was like, we are investigating this because yeah. this is like embarrassing to us. Doesn't country. it doesn't yeah. make sense? Like, of course, there's you know there'd be so many talented athletes yeah. there, and because there's like, there's always like happy stories like at the Olympics and stuff. Like this person like is getting a chance to represent their country at it, but like th- they're the best in their country. They've trained and they're yeah. trying and stuff. This person hasn't. No, this person no, this has. Was, this was just like. Yeah, this you know we talk about like nepotism and oh geez like you know nepo babies you know that's like they could rule the world like you <laughs> yeah, see yeah, yeah. you know like um, Maya Hawke like Ethan Hawke's daughter like getting starring in some uh, you know film or you know a lot of actors and stuff and they, they generally do a good job where this is like nepotism and the end result was absolutely <laughs> exactly bullshit yeah. it was like just honestly like oh yeah my, yeah, my it's name really yeah, backfired she'll be, she'll be, <laughs> She'll do the hundred. Yeah, put her in. Yeah, give her a shot lining up against the world's best. Oh, it's funny. But uh, yeah. yeah, so not good. That brings us to the end of episode 63. Um, hope, hopefully episode 64 has some brighter news for both yes. Brett and myself. Um, and if you never see another FTK episode be <laughs> yes. uploaded, you know why. <laughs> But uh, well, still the shirts will come out no matter what. If, if that's even true, bit. people are going to look good. So um, yeah, stay tuned, patrons, for the release of the merch drop. And other than that, uh, enjoy this teaser of Amateur Hour with Tess Marks, hosted by Riley Wolf. See you guys. See ya.
on a Tuesday morning, I've finished the workout and I'm just like jogging back to, I go straight to work um, mm. after track. I'm like just jogging that last couple of K back to work and being like, cool, I got through that. I ticked that one off. Like it's such yeah. a satisfying feeling. Definitely. And I have um, some mates going to the track with me. So it's, I guess, the camaraderie, as you've said, um, it's, it's always nice to go there and, and feel like you've got um, some mates doing the same thing as you, even if they're a few seconds ahead or whatnot. It's just nice to, I guess, chatter between each of the reps being like, God, that was hard or like, mm-hmm. we've got this, we can get through, we're halfway. And I think that that really helps and that 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 gets me through and I think it's probably why I like it is just to have that encouragement and um, support from everybody else on the track. Now, we've just been through your training week. Do you mm. do, and you obviously used to be a keen gym goer, do you do any uh, anything, like do you do any strength work or mobility or anything like that? Yeah. Um, funny you bring that up because I did join the gym uh, in the Gold Coast block. Um, so, I'm very, I'm an on and off person. Like it, mm-hmm. if someone, like if a flick switches off, I'm totally off it. So I hadn't done gym work for years or like a couple of years since I left the gym in 2019 after going for two years, five or six days a week. So yeah, I said to myself um, at before Gold Coast and I guess uh, my, my thinking around it was, and Sophie, I think touched on this, like I don't want to get injured. Like I, I don't really know what I would do if I was to get injured and I, I don't want that day to come up. So if I can do something that prevents that from happening, then I'm going to take the opportunity and try and do that. So, yeah, I said, if I'm going to do Gold Coast, you, you need to get a gym membership. Just go, go twice a week, just go for 40 minutes and I get, just try it, try your best to get through it. So, yeah, I have been going to the gym twice a week. Very proud of myself. Um, probably even more proud of doing that than my running. Um, <laughs> you know, I love um, there's a, a striking contrast between, yeah, uh, yourself and Sophie, right? Both like, yeah. I don't know what I would do if I couldn't run. So mm. running is really important. So I can't afford to get injured. So I'm going to go to the gym. And then for anyone who listened to Sam Hopper last week, he was like, yeah, no, I've never done any of that stuff. <laughs> and he said something like, yeah, I understand that all the elites do it, but I think I'm an anomaly. I don't have to do it. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. No, I, um, I've, yeah, I've had all of the stress fractures in the past. And I, I, even this, like, even then I wasn't really into running. Like I just liked the sport and even not being able to move and do that sort of thing just really hurt. And it just made, I guess, life pretty miserable. So yeah, I do. I have been going to the gym. I do an upper body and then a lower body day. Um, and I've actually got very luckily one of my friends on board who's an exercise physiologist to write me sort of like a, a program, um, like a 12 week program for my running and whatnot. Cause I have been, I mean, very embarrassingly using chat GPT to write Love my workouts. Yeah. <laughs> 